0: Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 169 of our YouTube channel and podcast, and I cannot be more excited to continue sharing with you guys personal finance topics that I think can be useful for you in your long-term financial journey. Today's topic is all on decreasing the amount of payments that we have in our life so that we can do other things and better things with our money. And so we're gonna specifically talk about how, uh, when we decrease the amount of payments that we have, when we decrease the amount of debt that we have, Uh, we are able to do so many more fulfilling things with our money and there are certain things that we have to maintain the rhythm of even though uh, we are out of debt but we want to continue to maximize on our financial strengths uh, and do some other things along the way that'll be beneficial for us down the road and actually enjoy ourselves uh, as we live out our financial lives. Before we get started though if you could go down below hit the big red subscribe button like this video leave me any feedback in the comments down below and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there if you're listening on apple or spotify podcast then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms follow me on social media at mno with dylan and that's really good supplemental materials to all the things i'm putting out in these long form episodes on youtube and the podcast every single day and then if you need somebody to help you to create a plan that is specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term then i can do that just go to my website www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the work with Dylan tab. You can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you. And we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So for many of you, I'm sure much of your financial life uh, has been riddled with the idea of debt payments and has been riddled with car payments and student loan payments and mortgage payments even, and credit card bills and all these different types of things. And when you work through those things, and you get to the other side and you're out of debt and you can actually start doing some things with your money that you could not do before, it's strange. It is strange and it seems like, okay, I've been in this one place for so long. I'm finally out of this place. I've done some good things to get out of this place. Well, now what do I do? And now what are the rhythms going to be of my financial life moving forward? And it is um, you know, very common to have these feelings and to have these questions. But I want to help you to answer those questions in today's episode. I want to help you uh, to better internalize what it looks like to be out of debt. And if you are not already out of debt, uh, I want to help you to to be motivated towards that place, to be motivated towards uh, getting out of debt and being able to do all of these new and fun things in your financial life. Uh, I don't want us to be stuck in debt. And I've talked time and time again about why I don't want you to be stuck in debt Uh, But today is going to be uh, part of that why. It's going to be part of uh, the reason why you don't want to be stuck in debt because you can't do all of the other things that you need to do in your financial life. You're not going to be able to do all of these things that I'm going to talk about in today's episode if you do not go through the steps of going ahead and getting out of debt. And that's why the financial action plan is so important and so useful because I give you a roadmap as to at what point you should be trying to get out of debt and then what you should be doing after you get out of debt. And so the financial action plan helps you through this place, uh, but I'm going to be very specific today and really help you uh, to determine where does all this extra cash go? Because if you're out of debt, you're likely going to have extra cash laying around that you didn't have previously. And so we're going to talk about where that extra cash is going to go. We're going to talk about uh, you know how we are going to go about allocating that cash. Uh, how how we allocate that cash changes over time uh, as we meet different milestones. Uh, and we're gonna talk about maintaining good financial habits and maintaining great financial balance all the way through because we need to be maintaining financial balance regardless of where we are in the financial action plan. We need to be giving, saving, and spending in differing proportions at all times. Uh, but those proportions can change based on where we are at in the financial action plan. And one of the biggest hurdles that you can get over is the getting out of debt hurdle, and that makes one of the biggest differences when it comes to how we go about allocating our money and how we change those proportions by which we are, giving, saving, and spending at any one point in time. So we'll start with uh, the first boring thing uh, that you should keep doing uh, if you go ahead and you get yourself out of your current debt situation. You're completely out of debt. What do you need to continue doing? Well, you need to continue budgeting, right? Budgeting is such a big part of us trying to get out of debt because it's us allocating our money, telling our money where it should go. And just because you're out of debt, just because your debts are paid off doesn't mean that you should stop budgeting because a a really easy way to go back into debt is to stop budgeting. A really easy way to go back into debt is to not know where your money is going. When you don't know where your money is going, Uh, then you can look up and it can be gone right you can uh, easily reach back for debt when it comes to uh, an emergency situation you can reach for credit cards in situations where they are not necessary because you don't have uh, the cash available for yourself to do whatever you were trying to do and so you easily reach for debt Uh, it becomes real easy to reach for debt Uh, when you are not budgeting. And so we don't wanna allow you back into that place. We don't wanna allow you back into uh, being in debt and being comfortable with debt. And one of the easiest ways to do so is to continue the habit of budgeting. And hopefully you've built a strong habit of budgeting to this point. Hopefully, uh, as you were paying off debt, uh, you were budgeting effectively in order to do so, in order to pay off debt. Uh, And then after you have done that, you can continue in that way. But now you're not uh, budgeting to see how much you can put on uh, your debt payments. Now you're budgeting to see you know, how much more can I give? How much more uh, can I spend on myself, can I enjoy? How much more uh, can I put away uh, in savings or in investments? How much more uh, can I do these different things Uh, That are not debt payments, right? Uh, I want to be doing these things that are not paying off debt because now I'm out of debt and I'm supposed to be able to enjoy my money now. I'm supposed to be able to maximize on my financial position now. And that's exactly what I want you to do. And so we're going to talk past budgeting, right? Now, how do I go about allocating my money? What do I need to do with my money once I am out of debt? Now, in the same way the financial action plan prescribes you to do so, uh, you should build up a fully funded emergency fund of four to six months of household expenses uh, when you get out of debt, when you get out of consumer debt other than your home. Now, this doesn't sound like having fun with your money. I understand, right? This doesn't sound like really maximizing what you have too much, but uh, we've talked before about how emergency funds are insurance against tragedy, right? Uh, We are putting this money away to insure against certain tragedies that could occur in our lives. And what they do, what emergency funds do is they keep us from going back to debt, right? They keep us from going back into debt. And we don't want that. First and foremost, we have to put up these safeguards between us and going back into debt. That's why we keep budgeting because it's going to help us to keep from going back into debt. That's why uh, we build up an emergency fund because it's gonna help to keep us from going back into debt. And so if we do these things, we put up these safeguards, uh, then we can be better equipped to actually maximize on our financial situation as we move forward. So we need to build up that emergency fund. We really need to get uh, that savings built up. So in a savings account or money market account, something of the like, uh, just put the money away. This is not to be invested. This is to be saved in a savings type account, right? And so we need to do that uh, and have that good pad, that good cushion between ourselves and uh, potential tragedies that could occur in our life. And so we need to make sure when we do get out of debt that we're budgeting heavily towards uh, getting that emergency fund built up. And once you get that emergency fund built up, then you can have uh, a really good sense of financial security. Right now uh, you owe nobody money uh, and you have money yourself sitting in the bank in case something does go wrong, right? It's a far cry from being in a place where you are in debt uh, and you don't have much, if any, money in savings, right? Uh, This is a far different situation than maybe you once were in, uh, or maybe you're in that situation now. I I don't want to run past that. I don't want to assume that you're in these particular situations where you are out of debt now, right? Even if you're working out of debt, I want you to know uh, what the next steps are. I want you to know what to look forward to and what uh, you should be doing next to build on your financial successes. That way uh, once you do get to that place where you're out of debt, it's just second nature and you can make the decisions just right off top and go right into what the financial action plan uh, is teaching and what I uh, am telling you to do on a day to day basis. So uh, having that emergency fund built up uh, is extremely useful and can allow you to tragedy proof your home uh, from, you know, things like another 2020, occurring and maybe a job loss like that or you know some loss of income decrease in hours whatever it may be right Uh, building the emergency fund is extremely useful so that's the first place uh, that you are able to to build something up that you didn't have before based on the debt payments that you were making now you just reallocate that capital towards uh, your emergency funds then obviously the sixth part of the financial action plan uh, it coincides with the seventh but the sixth is to invest at least 15% of your income for your future, right? Uh, Investing it in retirement accounts, brokerage accounts, uh, rental real estate, things that are going to go up in value over time at a good clip. Uh, And it coincides with the seventh part, which is to pay your home off early. So now without having payments, without having debt payments, now we can really get into a place where we are building money for our future. We can really get into a place uh, where we can maximize what we have and grow what we have over the long term Uh, and that's one of the the first things you need to do obviously like i said you need to budget you need to build up uh that emergency fund but you also need to get to a place where you can actually uh you know start putting a fair amount of money away at least 15 percent of your income away for your long-term future Uh, and again i know this doesn't sound sexy it doesn't sound uh, extremely attractive it doesn't sound like something that uh, you know is is gonna You know, win big in the short term, or it's it's not going to provide a lot of short term gratification. We'll get to some more short term gratification type things, right? But you need to be putting this money away. You need to be reallocating this capital that you had uh, going into debt payments. Reallocate that money into uh, investing for your future, into building up. Uh, assets for your future. That way you don't have to be uh, a struggling retiree, that you can retire with dignity, that you can enjoy uh, your latter years and have plenty of money to create the income that you need uh, in order to live on later on. So uh, you really need to increase those retirement contributions. You really need to uh, maximize what's available to you, whether it be uh, Roth IRAs or 401ks or You know, if you have an HSA available to you or, you know, investing for your kids' college, whether it be in uh, 529 plans or just in regular brokerage accounts, whatever it is, right? You need to be investing for the future of yourself and your family. Obviously, uh, your retirement comes before your kids uh, and your retirement also comes before your health savings, but you do need to be putting money away for the things that you possibly can be putting money away for. uh, And that will really pay off over the long term because. Uh, you can invest those things in uh, assets that are going to increase in value and continue to compound your money into the future. And it will also uh, make it easier to throw large amounts of money into investments or any extra money that you get into investments. Because uh, when you're in debt, you feel this need to, when you get extra money or when you, uh, you know, have some money laying around, you're like, Hey, I probably need to be putting that towards this debt or that debt. Or uh, you know, if you're somebody who's trying to invest and pay off debt, at the same time you're having to make those allocation decisions well i leave you you know no choice in the financial action plan what the decision is the decision is we're going to pay off debt first before we are heavily investing uh, for our future and so now you can really allocate that money into Uh, you know, the investments that are going to increase in value over time. And then obviously that seventh part of the financial action plan, which is paying off your home early, you can be adding extra to uh, your monthly house payment. And that can be extremely beneficial uh, for you and your family. Because if being out of debt and having extra cash flow, uh, just based on consumer debts, based on, you know, car payments and credit cards and all those different types of things and student loans, right? How much more do you think you'll have uh, to spend on whatever you want, or increase your investing, or increase, uh, you know, your uh, giving, or whatever it may be. If you pay off your home, if you pay off your home, uh, that is most people's biggest expense that they have on a month-to-month basis. And so you'll be keeping so much of your income, right? You'll be keeping so much of your income if you get that home paid off. And so uh, all of these things that I've talked about to this point, right, that we can do if we are out of debt, are really, really beneficial financial things. Uh, that can really help us right these are uh, financially wise things to do uh, that can allow us to plan well for our long-term future and that kind of gets me to uh, what is the next thing what is the next thing that you need to be doing uh, if you have all your debts paid off if you uh, you know are doing these things if you have been budgeting if you've built up your emergency funds you know you're uh, going through the process of investing uh, and really putting money away for your long-term future what else should you be doing well? You should be actively planning for your future. And what do I mean by actively planning for your future? Well, you need to be actively planning uh, for things like uh, life insurance. You need to have life insurance in place. Uh, and you know, if anybody relies on your income, if you are a parent to children, if you are uh, a a spouse, and you know your your spouse relies on your income. Uh, or you know you have a mortgage uh, that needs to be paid off eventually. You need to have term life insurance, and so really planning for your future in that way and getting an adequate amount of term life insurance put in place uh, for you or you and your spouse uh, is so huge because anybody who relies on your income, anybody who relies uh, on you to live and then you don't and then you pass away uh, early or, or you know at some point unexpectedly, uh, then it is good to have that. Uh, set aside for the future of those that you love and to make life easier for them uh, and take a little bit of the financial burden off of them moving forward. So that's something you can do with the money that you have. You can start to plan for your future. So not just life insurance, but also uh, getting things in place uh, as far as your estate planning documents and having all those things lined up uh, to where you know what happens to what you have when you are gone uh, and you you know assign somebody who is going to be Uh, the executor of that, or, you know, if you have a trust, you know, your trustees and all these different types of things, right? You need to be actively planning for your future. You need to know uh, maybe not exactly what's going to happen when you're gone, uh, but you need to start making some of these concessions. And the reason that you want to do this once you're out of debt is because once you're out of debt, then you're actually going to start building assets. You're actually going to start building a financial life uh, that is interesting, right? A financial life that is actually Uh, intriguing to people who may want to do mischievous things, right? So you want to start planning for your future. You want to start making sure that there are safeguards in place and and you know what's going to happen to your money when you are gone. You know what's going to happen to your children or to your spouse when you are gone. Uh, So making those plans for your future is extremely huge uh, and it's extremely huge regardless of if you're in debt or not, but especially once you're out of debt, you need to make sure that you are, uh, you know, getting these plans in place uh, and really making all of the uh, concessions that you need to make for your long-term future. Now it's about to get fun, okay? I know I've talked about some financial things and then some things about your long-term future and planning for your future that may not be the most attractive to somebody who just got out of debt and just got out of, uh, you know, this portion of life that uh, was very taxing and very difficult uh, to work through, but Something else you should be doing if you get out of debt is you should start enjoying yourself, okay? Uh, What I try to tell you when you're trying to get out of debt is that you need to really be working hard. You need to really be putting every extra dollar. You don't need to be going on vacation. You don't need to be eating out. You don't need to be doing anything extra, right? You need to be getting out of that situation where you are uh, in consumer debt and that debt is holding you back from uh, building the financial life that you want to build. But once you're out of debt, you can enjoy yourself. Okay. Now, what am I not telling you to do? I'm not telling you to go crazy. I'm not telling you to go and, and become a different person and go buy the biggest and baddest and the nicest things uh, from everywhere and just buy, 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 buy. That's not what I'm telling you to do. What I'm telling you to do is to start allocating some of the money that you have towards enjoying yourself, towards doing things that you want to do right? If it's been a while since you've been on a vacation, save up to go on a vacation with your family or with your kids or with your spouse or uh, with your significant other, whatever uh, you are trying to do in this particular place that you are going to be able to enjoy yourself, go do it, right? But now, instead of doing it on debt, Uh, and regretting the fact that we did it when we get home from a vacation. Now you'll be able to go on vacation, pay for it in cash, have it planned out, how you're going to spend your money, how much money you are going to spend, and be able to come back home and be able to still live a comfortable, good financial life and build on the progress you had already made before you left for vacation, right? Uh, You don't have to deal with those ramifications into the future because we're not going into debt to try to do fun stuff. We're going to do everything on a cash basis. So go on a vacation. If you need to upgrade in car, save up and buy another car, right? Buy a car that is new to you. Uh, maybe another used car that's got a couple years and you know a few miles under its belt, uh, but is a really nice car. And then you can constantly uh, work towards upgrading your vehicles over time uh, until you do get to that place where it may be uh, okay for you to buy something that is new. But as long as you're doing so, in cash, but you need to be enjoying yourself, right? If there's something that you need uh, or something that you really, really wanted uh, that you just couldn't justify when you were in debt, well, now's the time. Now's the time to save up and figure out how you are going to purchase that thing, how you're going to do that thing. If there's something you wanted to do for your child, if there's some renovations that you wanna do around the house, save up and do those things Don't let debt be an option, though. That's something you need to make sure that you do. Don't let the opportunity to get back into debt uh, trick you into coming back to the dark side. Don't let it uh, take you back to the place where you didn't want to be in the first place. You wanted to be out of debt. You're out of debt and you need to stay that way uh, if we're going to continue building a strong financial life. Right. But enjoy your money. Enjoy uh, what you have. This is part of financial balance. Right. We have giving saving and spending right we've talked about basically all three now we're going to dive a little bit more into giving here in a minute but uh we are we've done our savings right we have emergency funds set up we're saving for our futures we're doing that right and we need to spend some money on ourselves to maintain balance we need to spend some money on ourselves in order to continue enjoying uh some of what we work for and uh, not getting into this rut of just giving and saving and never really uh reaping any reward in the short term from what we make now i'm a very uh, long-term oriented person but in the short term it's still nice to reward yourself it's still nice to allocate some money to go do some things or uh, allocate some money in order to uh, you know, do something that you've wanted to do buy something you wanted to buy by all means enjoy yourself it is your money and this is the time to do it once you are out of debt Now, also when you're out of debt, now you have money uh, to be able to make a difference in the lives of others, right? It's hard to help people when you haven't helped what's going on in your own household, right? I'm not one of those people that says you have to help yourself first or love yourself first, right? We do need to be looking out for our brothers and sisters, but it is very difficult to make any large financial difference in the life of somebody else or in the life of an organization that you care uh, deeply about unless you have the financial situation to do so and so what we want to do is we want to build this financial foundation of having emergency funds not having any debt be saving and investing for our future and then we can get into this place uh, where we can make a big difference in the way that we give we can give money extremely generously to the things and the people that we care about uh, and start making some big differences in their lives look i understand if giving has not been Uh, a regular habit in your life or a regular rhythm of your life. For a lot of people, it's not. But I'm telling you, if you want to maintain balance in your financial life, right? Giving is something that is absolutely necessary because uh, if we are just saving slash investing uh, and spending everything that we have, then everything that we have is only about us, right? It's a selfish endeavor. We lack contentment sometimes in that place when our money is all about ourselves. Okay? So to be giving, to be generous with what we have right can allow us to build up contentment for ourselves because we know that the money's not all about us. We see the impact that our money can make in other places and that is extremely important. Okay? So for no other reason than the fact that it allows you to build a stronger financial foundation for yourself, Uh, Giving is extremely important. Obviously, if you're a uh, Bible-believing Christian like myself, uh, or you have some other religious conviction around giving, then giving can be important to you for a different reason. Uh, But other than that, it is just important uh, in building a strong financial foundation. It's important uh, in living a financial life uh, that can persist, because it is far easier to fall off the rails financially uh, when everything is about you. When it's a selfish endeavor when you're constantly just trying to build uh the the biggest barns as they may say right build uh you know the biggest bank accounts build uh everything up for yourself and spend all the money on yourself and do all the things for yourself if you're not doing stuff for others right then you're never going to really understand uh the fragility of what you have you're never going to understand uh the fact that what you have can crumble And you should be thankful for what you have. You should be grateful for what you have. And you should be content in the situation that you're in, even though it may not be as great as you want it to be. You should still be happy with what you have and enjoy the money that you have been given moving forward. And So giving is extremely important. And I would implore you to find some way to give and give in um, a, a significant amount, an amount that uh, is going to you know make a little dent in your budget, right? I've talked about as Bible believing Christians, we're called to the the tithe and then offerings above the tithe uh, if you're in a position to do so. And so uh, the tithe is ten percent, right? So if you can give at least ten percent, that's a significant amount that you will feel ten percent of your income, and then anything above that is uh, you know at your own discretion, but. Uh, All I'm saying here is that giving is a huge part of our financial lives, and it should be. If you are out of debt, it should be on the docket as to something that you are going to do in a higher amount, given the fact that you're out of debt. Because, again, we should be giving, spending, and saving at all times to maintain financial balance. Uh, And so while you were getting out of debt, you still should have been giving in some proportion, although a smaller proportion. But now you can allocate more of your money uh, in that way towards others, towards uh, these causes and these people that you care about uh, and really begin to make a difference. And I promise you, you will not regret uh, allowing your money to work for somebody other than just yourself. So look, if you heard nothing else Today in this uh, you know long rant as to all the things you can do with your money after you get out of debt, or the things that you should be doing with your money after you get out of debt. If you hear nothing else, hear this: being out of debt gives you options. Okay, being out of debt allows you to do things with your money that you could not do before. When I talk about financial freedom, when I talk about the freedom. Uh, to spend our money the way we want to spend it. When I talk about the freedom to give our money in outrageous ways, when I talk about the freedom to invest large amounts to build up money for our future and be able to you know, retire with dignity and be able to have money to leave to our children or pay for our kids' school or whatever it may be, right? Uh, the, the freedom to do those things stems from not being a slave to debt, right? It's, it stems from not having that bondage of debt holding us down, Uh, month after month, year after year into oblivion, right? And so when you break those chains of debt, then you have options. You have the ability to do some new things. And I just want you uh, to experience that. I want you to experience that place of being able to do more with the money that you make. I don't want you to stay in this paycheck to paycheck cycle. I don't want you to keep making debt payments until the cows come home. I want you to make a change. I want you to do something different in your life, get out of debt, Uh, and be able to have options to do things with your money that maybe you never thought were possible. And so if you can just work through it, put your head down, for most people, right, you can get out of debt in two years or less if you really put your mind to it, if you sold things that you needed to sell, uh, if you really just allocated all of your extra income uh, to the debt, you didn't do anything uh, that was frivolous or out, you can do it in a relatively short amount of time if you can stay disciplined for that amount of time you have the rest of your life to reap the rewards and reap the benefits of financial freedom to reap the benefits of actually having options and i'm telling you if you've never been in that place it is worth trying to get to Uh, but just remember that in doing so uh, we need to make sure that we're maintaining our financial balance we need to make sure uh, that we have the goal in mind and that we're working towards this goal not just Uh, so we can be wealthy not just uh, so we can have security but so we can have freedom so that we can have options uh, and so that we can do good uh, in the lives of others and the lives of ourselves as we move forward in our long term financial freedom journey Uh, and hopefully at some point we can look back and go getting out of debt was the best thing that I ever did because I can tell you from experience I look back and I go getting out of debt was one of the most freeing awesome things that I ever did Uh, And I wouldn't change it for the world. Even though it's short-term pain, it makes for long-term gain. So thanks for watching this video. If you could, go down below, hit the big red subscribe button, like this video. Leave me any feedback in the comments down below, and I'll be sure to respond to anything you leave down there. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify Podcasts, then be sure to subscribe and leave me a review on either one of those platforms. Follow me on social media, at MNO with Dylan. And that's really good supplemental materials to all the things I'm putting out in these long-form episodes on YouTube and the podcast every single day. If you need somebody to create a financial plan that is specific to you and your family's needs and keep you accountable to that plan over the long term, then I can do that. Just go to my website, www.mnowithdylan.com. Click on the Work With Dylan tab, and you can choose the financial coaching session type that would work best for you, and we can begin pushing towards your long-term financial goals together. So tune in tomorrow as I talk about your financial fears and why many of them are lying to you, why fear is a liar in your financial life. So thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.